Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. Um, so I see that this is going to be an, a weekly thing at this point um, because I have not been uploading episodes uh, twice a week. I've been doing this pretty much once a week. Um, my last episode was on last Saturday or last Sunday. So um, yeah, I think I'm going to do Sports Talk weekly or maybe two times a week if, if anything else happens. If a lot of things happen in sports during a week, then I could probably do it two episodes a week. But if there really isn't so much going on, just, you know, a bunch of games. Um, and, you know, since there is no football this week, uh, it's kind of less to talk about. But there is something to talk about according to football in a couple instances to remind you guys. Um, and we're also now going to be working on more people joining in the podcast soon. I believe I could do one today. Uh, I've been in contact with one of my good friends from 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 since I was in middle school um and I'm going to keep in contact to see if he will actually join the podcast very soon soon meaning it could potentially be today later today um so yeah that might happen and I'm also thinking of doing a another episode if I want to do two times a week uh one for sports talk and then one another different um entire episode dedicated to something specifically just for that so we stay on one topic the entire episode instead of sports talk where we transition from basketball football and then we transition to music after um so that's pretty much what that is today so we're going to be talking about nba scores from the past week uh a trade that happened yesterday that was one of the first blockbuster trades um of the 2021 season and then of course the albums and singles that dropped this past weekend and also, we're going to be looking at the rankings and the mock draft very, very soon. But anyway, let's go back all the way to Monday, I believe. Let's go all the way back to Monday, the 25th, to talk about the scores and all the games that happened. So first, we had the Magic beating the Hornets, 117-108. We had the Pacers beating the Raptors, 129-114. to We had the Pistons beating the Sixers, 119-104. to we had the Nets beating the Heat 98 to 85. We had the Lakers beating the Cavaliers 115-108. The Nuggets beat the Mavericks 117 to 113. The Celtics beat the Bulls 109 to 103. The Warriors beat the Timberwolves 130 to 108. The Thunder beat the Blazers 125 to 122. And Tuesday there was only three games, but the Hawks beat the Clippers 108 to 99. The Rockets beat the Wizards 107 to 88. The Jazz beat the Knicks 108 to 94. Wednesday, the Pistons won. I mean, the Cavaliers beat the Pistons 122 to 107. The Kings beat the Magic 121-107. The Bucks beat the Raptors 115 to 108. The Pacers beat the Hornets 116 to 106. The Sixers with a really good game with Tobias Harris getting the final shot in the last two and a half seconds of the game beating the Lakers 107 to 106 the Nets beating the Hawks in overtime 132 to 128 the Spurs beating the Celtics 110 to 106 the Thunder beat the Suns 102 to 97 the Nuggets beat the Heat 109 to 82 the Jazz beat the Mavericks 116 to 104 the Pelicans beat the Wizards 124 to 106 and the Warriors beat the Timberwolves 123 to 111. Now Thursday we had four games. The Rockets beat the Blazers 104 to 101. 
The Clippers beat the Heat 109-105. The Suns beat the Warriors 114-93. And the Pistons, imagine the Pistons, they beat the Lakers by 15, 107-92. Then Friday, January 29th, we had the Hawks beating the Wizards 116-100. The Pacers beating the Hornets uh, 108-105. Excuse me, the Hornets beating the Pacers 108-105. The Knicks beating the Cavaliers 102-181. The Sixers beating the Timberwolves 118-94. The Pelicans beating the Bucks 131-126. And the Kings beating the Raptors 126-124. The Nets beating the Thunder 147-125. Great game by the Nets that game on Friday. The Clippers beat the Magic 116-90. And the Jazz again beat the Mavericks 120-101. And as well, the Nuggets lose to the San Antonio Spurs by 10, 119 to 109. And then finally yesterday, which was Saturday, the Rockets beat the Pelicans 126 to 115. The Blazers beat the Bulls 123 but 122 by Damian Lillard with the game-winning shot. Uh, Damian Lillard has to be one of the most clutchest players in the NBA right now. Uh, easily a top three clutch player. I mean, come on. Man has had a buzzer beater probably, it feels like every single season he's had at least one or two buzzer beaters, whether in the regular season or in the postseason. So, um, yeah. The Bulls, this was a tough loss for the Bulls last night. Uh, the Heat, they beat the Kings 105 to 104 to end a five game skid. Yeah, the Heat has been struggling. But Jimmy Butler, hopefully, um, he was back yesterday. So he played and he scored exactly how many points? Um, he scored, had 30 points in 34 minutes, 8 assists, and 7 rebounds. So, um, great game for Jimmy Butler. And we're able to get their 7th win of the season, uh, but they're still right now at a 7-12 and record, so they need to get back on track. But they still have, um, they haven't even played 20 games yet in the season. That's only 19, so the 28th game will be, I believe, tomorrow against the Hornets. Yes. Anyway, uh, the Hornets, speaking of the Hornets, they beat the Bucks 126-114 to 114 yesterday. The Grizzlies beat the Spurs 129-112. to 112. The Suns beat the Mavericks 111-105. to 105. Um, And the Lakers, they took on the Celtics yesterday. Uh, the Lakers winning this one 96-95, uh, very close game. Jalen Brown, he could have uh, put this game into the bag if he made that shot. And also, I believe, getting the rebound from... Uh, D Daniel Tice, he missed the layup, the easy layup to get back on, um, to get back on the points and to score the potential winning shot of the game, giving the, the Celtics the win, but uh, he missed. So, of course, the Lakers ended up winning this game. Very, very lucky. Very close, very close and very good game overall. Very good primetime game. The last three Lakers games have been good. Well, maybe not the one against the Pistons because LeBron was good in the first half, and then the second half, he completely just botched it, only scoring, I believe, like, what, two points in the second half? So, was not good against the Pistons that game. But against the Sixers and against the Celtics have been fantastic, um, and they were able to come with the win. And then finally, the last game yesterday, the Warriors, they beat the Pistons 118-91. to uh, First time I heard in Klay Thompson for a little bit, he was just uh, announcing. He is now a reporter um, on the sidelines, so... Uh, or in the booth, not in the sideline. On the booth, uh, interviewing his own teammates 
I'm wishing, wishing that he could just be back on the court. But you know, I hope uh, you know, hopefully he's doing better. And I'm really excited to see Clay Thompson next season or um coming back and hopefully he's very uh well recovering from his injury. And then today we have six games. We have the Clippers versus the Knicks, the Jazz versus the Nuggets, the Magic versus the Raptors, the Cavaliers versus the Timberwolves, the Sixers versus the Pacers, and the Nets versus the Wizards. Man, the Wizards cannot catch a break. Now they gotta play the Nets. Wow. Anyway, let's get to the st- the standings and the in each conference. So, number one right now in the East is the Sixers with a fourteen and six record. The Nets are thirteen and eight, so they have caught up. They were all they were like I believe in sixth or seventh last week. They've been good. They've been on a four game winning streak after losing two straight in Cleveland and against Cleveland. So. After the Cleveland skid thing and everybody was saying, oh, this team actually, you know what? This team is actually not that good. You know, they suck. Well, they've been on a four-game winning streak, and now they're second in the in the Eastern Conference. And honestly, if they surpass the Sixers, I wouldn't even be surprised, man. I really hope they won't, but it really won't surprise me one bit. The Bucks at 11-8, and eight, and as well as the Pacers 11-8. and eight. The Celtics now 10, fall to 10-8. and eight. The Hawks ten and nine, the Cavaliers nine and ten, the Hornets nine eleven, as well as the Knicks nine eleven, and the O. Oh. Okay, uh, Magic eight and twelve, the Bulls seven and eleven, yes, uh, and the Raptors and the Heat both seven and twelve record. The Pistons five and fifteen, and the Wizards three and twelve. So again, the Wizards are the worst team in the NBA right now, as we all know, as everyone has been saying. Trade Bradley Beal, this man. Needs to be traded. This needs this, you know, this player needs help. And what he needs help with to get the fuck out of Washington because they're not doing anything to get this man. Um, they want this man to stay, but it's the same thing going on with Deshaun Watson. The Texans are saying we want him to stay. He is going to stay. And then at some point they trade him. So Deshaun Watson, even though we haven't even gone to football yet, and Bradley Beal, they should both be free. They should both leave out of their horrible situation that they're in. Russell Westbrook has just, man, he has fallen off a cliff since last season. And unfortunately, I don't even know if he will ever get back to his prime days ever again in his 2017 form when he won MVP. But um, I really want Russell Westbrook to step it up. You know, even if even if at some point um, the Wizards can't do anything with just Russell Westbrook when they actually do finally trade Bradley Beal for whoever they get back from for, for trading Bradley Beal. I don't know what they're going to do, but I just want Russell Westbrook to improve and Bradley Beal to still put up the same numbers he's been putting up for a horrible team to a team that he could compete with, like the Celtics, the Pacers, the Bucks, the Nets, any team in the, in the Western Conference. Honestly, any team in the Western Conference, because I think... Since the Western Conference is super competitive, he can join any team and he can make them immediately better. Um, a team that really doesn't have many aspects. I mean, the Thunder. I mean, the Thunder don't really have like a clear superstar except like what? Who? Shea, Gilius Alexander. And, um, you know, that's pretty much like the only uh, player that we can really say have been or Lou Dort. But he hasn't been a superstar. He's just been coming off the bench and said, um, you know, he was just he was just been he's been putting up the points and he's been coming off pretty good off the bench but um honestly Bradley Beal could change the whole dynamic if he played for a team that could actually help maybe the Knicks even that would be nice 
I mean, the Knicks, they've been solid this year, surprisingly. I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the NBA per usual, but they've been pretty solid. Um, Today they got to play against the Clippers, so very tough game, but it's possible. Wouldn't even be surprised if they actually beat the Clippers because the Clippers are just like that. Anyway, that's it for um for basketball, at least for this week. Um, I'll get back to you guys um next week with basketball news. Um, That's pretty much it. Uh, Bradley Beal needs to get traded. Um, I told you guys everything, all the scores from Monday to all the way, even the games from today. LaMelo Ball turned into the best game of his young career. He dominated against the the, the Bucks. That was his best game of his career, putting up great numbers. Um, and he looks like he could win that rookie of the year this year. So pretty good for him. Um, actually, let's continue on to college basketball. Yes, I don't really talk about college basketball. If not, I don't talk about college basketball at all um on this podcast but um we're in week 10 and i'm just going to be announcing the rankings from the top 25 um so yes we're going to be talking about the top 25 from 25 to 24 so 24 this is the ap team top 25 teams and number 25 we have louisville at 24 we have oklahoma 23 ucla 22 st louis I never heard of that team. 21, Minnesota. 20, Virginia Tech. 19, Illinois. 18, Tennessee. 17, Crankton. 16, Florida State. 15, Kansas. 14, Wisconsin. 13, Ohio State. 12, Missouri. 11, West Virginia. 10, Texas Tech. 9, Alabama. 8, Virginia. 7, Iowa. 6, Houston. 5, Texas, 4, Michigan, 3, Villanova, and number 2, we have Baylor, and then number 1, we have Gonzaga, 15-0 record, as well as Baylor with a 14-0 record. Um, and that's the AP Top 25 men's college basketball rankings for Week 10. Now let's get into the NFL. So today is Sunday. Uh, should be the Pro Bowl if it was never canceled um, today. But we are one week away from Super Bowl 55 in Tampa Bay. One week until we get to see Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Um, a game that will literally be very important for both of these quarterbacks. Um, if Tom Brady wins, it will be his seventh Super Bowl win of his career, his seventh ring, his seventh championship. And for some people think that this is going to cement his GOAT status um, which is fucking ridiculous because he's already the GOAT to me, and I am not a huge fan of Brady, just just personally, you know. Uh, I respect his greatness, and I know that he's the best to ever do it. So I am not even scared to admit that because it's just facts, and that's just what it is. But he's not my favorite player, never was my favorite player. And as you know, I always try to doubt him sometimes. Sometimes I was right, but sometimes I was wrong. So even people saying never bet against Tom Brady... I get what you mean, but I mean, I've bet against Tom Brady before and it worked a couple times. Now, of course, I've failed a couple times too. Let's, let's be real. But hey, honestly, it's a 50-50 chance next week because I believe in Patrick Mahomes beating Tom Brady clearly because I've had the Chiefs going back to back. Yes, don't, don't, I don't care if you bring up the Seahawks making the Super Bowl thing. I was, I was a little too fanatic about the Seahawks coming this season, but they always let me down. I'm probably not going to say anything next 
next season for them. That's going to be something that I'm overrating them or anything. But the Chiefs, come on. From even last Super Bowl, I was like, they're going to be a team coming back. They're, they're both going to come back. Well, the 49ers didn't, but that's because, of course, a bunch of injuries and, well, the whole situation with COVID and, and, and all the players that wants to leave or wants to stay, especially with Jimmy G, if he's going to be a free agent this year or is he going to leave the market or is he going to stay in San Francisco and not get traded. Speaking of trades, yesterday we had the Lions finally trading Matthew Stafford and in return they got Jared Goff. So the Goff family is going to be moving from LA to Detroit. Um while Matthew Stafford is going from a poverty franchise like Detroit all the way to Los Angeles, man, that is crazy. So he's going to be playing in that Rams uniform this season coming up. Um next season, you know, 21-22 season. I mean, I'm super excited. I'm glad that Matthew Stafford finally has a chance to play for a team that he can compete with. Um, that he can actually take them to the playoffs and actually win a game. I mean, they beat the Seahawks this year in the wild card game. Um, with without mostly Jared Goff um, for the entire game, they've had him for literally almost an entire half. And John Wolford, who unfortunately had to have an injury in that second quarter, had to take over for the majority of the first half. But then Jared Goff took with second half with a broken thumb injury. But they had to trade him because of the delivery of the injury. And also, I don't know if they were going to really trust in Jared Goff that often to be that solution at quarterback. Jared Goff has always been an above average quarterback, but he's just never been above, above average. He's never been somewhere at the likes of Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, um, even players that I think are going to probably surpass him at some point. Maybe already even better than him, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. I mean, come on. Those are already quarterbacks that are levels away from him and ahead of him. So, um, Jared Goff um, in Detroit, I think he could still give a huge um, competitiveness in Detroit. But I have no idea what else they can really put in Detroit to really make that team better just without that new quarterback. It's Deshaun Watson. Not Deshaun Watson. I'll talk about Deshaun Watson right after, but... Jared Goff could be a very good solution for Detroit, but honestly, the weapons, the offense, and the defense, I'm not sure how that Lions defense is because, again, I'm not really knowledgeable on how the Lions have worked the past year, but they've always been a failure on defense, and the offense could obviously need improvement, but they have one of the most underrated receivers, Kenny Galloway. Um, he, will do, he will do his own magic, but Jared Goff, I think, could definitely fit in Detroit, but I just don't know if it's really going to take them to the next level like they thought Matthew Stafford was going to take Detroit to the next level because Detroit, Matthew Stafford was definitely not the problem in Detroit. They had to trade him because he was just someone that couldn't, had to go somewhere else. He needed to play somewhere else. He just couldn't stay on a team that he knew that he wasn't ever going to succeed, could have never won a championship even win a playoff game. He couldn't even win a playoff game in this situation. So sucks to be in that situation. But now he is going to the Rams. He's going to have a heavy offense um, and a really good defense around him. So this should be a, this should be a lot easier for uh, Matthew Stafford to get back in. And hopefully it will take the situation um, better. And also, I also believe that this actually 
is going to work on both sides. Maybe Detroit gets better with Jared Goff, and then Matthew Stafford should definitely take the Rams to the playoffs. I mean, just just from off of that, I think the Rams are easily a playoff team. I'm not going to just go overboard and say they're a Super Bowl contending team or they're a Super Bowl contender in general, but I can say that it could actually have worked out pretty well in the end. We'll see if they could win a playoff game or two. Maybe make it to the AF- the NFC Championship game. But we'll see. We will see how many uh, games it will take for them to get back. Um, it also says here the Rams now own the two biggest dead trade caps hits in NFL history by trading Brandon Cooks and also trading Jared Goff now. Um, they both have traded those players and they both had to pay a lot of money with those dead caps. They hit them hard, and now they had to own two of the biggest in NFL history. So, um, But Brandon Cooks is now with the Texans, I believe, right? Yes, with the Texans. So hasn't really been that good. Hasn't really been that good with the Texans. But, of course, the Texans have really just been carried by Deshaun Watson and that defense that could have done better. But, hey, um, speaking of Deshaun Watson, we'll get to him, man. Um, whether he's going to get traded or not, he better at some point. He really should. He's done everything to prove. He said he demanded a trade, um, so he should easily get a trade coming up very, very soon. And I will love him for that just to go here to Miami. Um, if he can come here to Miami, hey, man, I I would take Deshaun Watson all day, man. But New York Jets, um, 49ers... Um, those are just a couple of teams that are also looking in for Deshaun Watson. Um, I'm not sure if they were able to get him, but we'll see. Um, we will see in the future what Deshaun Watson will get traded to, who he will play next to. He will be the starting quarterback at some point for another franchise because the Texans is not going to be that team that is going to help him win a Super Bowl at every point. Because it's crazy that last season making the playoffs – you know, it could have been a good momentum for them to even get there and have the potential to even make, you know, a Super Bowl. But that is all ruined. That has all been ruined right now um, just because of all the, the whole situation with uh, Bill O'Brien and trading DeAndre Hopkins. And this is the incompetence that Bill O'Brien just is as a, as a head coach or was as a head coach. Because, man, um, that is probably, you know, easily the worst trade like in NFL history. I don't think I don't, I'm not being dramatic about that. I've never I can't think of a trade that was way worse than that. Just just for no absolute fucking reason. They just decided, hey, why don't we just trade this dude for nobody? <laughs> you know, I am I, I really just have no idea what what he was thinking and. We still don't know what he was really thinking about, but hey, um, off of that, let's get into the mock draft um, and kind of like briefly talk about like the first maybe 10 picks. Um, <laughs> I'm already looking at one mock draft right now. It's on Touch Touchdown Wire USA Today, and it says that there is a the post-Stafford golf landscape, the 2021 NFL mock draft 2.0. So... Basically, let's just kind of go over. This is from an article 
So um, I'm just going to be basically reading off of what they have picked. So the J the Jaguars have the number one overall pick. They will pick Trevor Lawrence. Okay, I mean, that's pretty easy. I think everyone just should just know that. The Jets select Zach Wilson, quarterback from BYU. Um, the Jets are probably looking for a quarterback. I absolutely believe so. I don't think Sam Darnold is going to be that team, that player that is going to build around this team, and especially since he's tried the last three seasons. Um or the two past two seasons, three seasons. Have you played three seasons? Actually, two. He's played two. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, Zach Wilson might be a quarterback that they might draft. They could also take uh, Justin Fields. It really can go either way. Um, the Texans, or from the Miami Dolphins, will be taking this pick. Um, but it actually says they're going to send Deshaun Watson and a 2022 third-round pick, and the Miami Sands pick three, pick 18, a 2022 first-round pick, and a 2023 second-round pick, and Tua Tonga-Vailoa, according to them. That's their trade, Dems. Um, and then the Texans will get Jamari Chase, wide receiver from LSU. I really do not hope that we, we get him, but, um, well, the Texans, because that, I don't think they're going to get that trade up. Um, the Dolphins, they need a receiver, so they would most likely want to get Devontae Smith or um, Jamari Chase. So, which I would prefer Devontae Smith because man was an absolute beast in college, all four years in college. But we're, we're going to have to see uh, exactly where that's going to take us eventually. The Falcons with the fourth pick, they will take Justin Fields, quarterback Ohio State. Okay, I don't have a problem with that. The Bengals uh, picking up Panesu O-Lineman, offensive tackle, I'm sorry, by in by Oregon. Um, the Eagles take Patrick Certain, too, cornerback from Alabama. Um, we need a quarterback, but we also need receivers. So we could take a cornerback, but we need receivers. What about Jalen Waddle? Oh, speaking of Jalen Waddle, he will go number seven to the Detroit Lions. All right, fair enough, but I don't know. I think we should get him too. I think I think it would I think it would be that reasonable if we get a receiver. If we can get Jamari Chase, if the Eagles can get Jamari Chase and the Dolphins get Devontae Smith, or they can get um, Jalen Waddle. I don't know. It's between those three. Uh, Jemiah Osuwu Komomoya, linebacker from Notre Dame, will be drafted by the Panthers at number eight. The Broncos select Caleb Farley, cornerback from Virginia Tech. Okay. Cowboys select Rashawn Slater, old offensive tackle, Northwestern. The Giants pick Kiwiti Pay. He's an edge rusher from Michigan. The 49ers select Trey Lance, quarterback from North Dakota State. Um, I I mean I wouldn't mind if they I mean if the 49ers just can't. Uh, accept the trade with Deshaun Watson or trying to pursue to get Deshaun Watson or even if they're not going to trade Jimmy G they can still probably take Trey Lance but I'm just not sure if that will be the real reason they will take him the Chargers would select Christian Darisaw old lineman um, from Virginia Tech and the 14th pick will be the Vikings and it'll be Elijah Vera Tucker old lineman USC and number 15, the Patriots will take tight end Kyle Pitts from Florida. This is a pretty good pick, I think. They The Patriots definitely need a lot of offensive weapons. They can get their old defense back because a bunch of players left because 
of opting out of the season because of the COVID situation. So the offense needs help. They need a new quarterback, but they also need receivers and a tight end that could actually, you know, the offense needs to explode for the, the Patriots to be successful again or just to get to uh, being a playoff team and not being the team that they were last season. The Cardinals, J.C. Horn, cornerback from South Carolina, um, number 17, the the Raiders getting Zayden, Zayden Collins, linebacker from Tulsa, number 18 from the Texans, another pick. Um, this would be the same pick that Deshaun Watson and the third round pick will go to the Miami Dolphins, and then the Dolphins would trade away their pick 18 and pick three. Would get Joseph Osaya from Texas, and then the Washington Football Team would draft Mac Jones, corner a quarterback from Alabama, and then Devonte Smith all the way at twentieth. Yes, I was thinking, where the hell is Devonte Smith at number twenty? Uh, I don't think Devonte Smith is gonna fall all the way down to twenty if he is a top three receiver. I think he's the best receiver in this entire draft class. So I mean. Um, going all the way to number 20, I think, how many receivers was ahead of him? I believe two, right? Okay, let me count. So there was, of course, um, Jalen Waddle and uh, Jamari Chase. So that's two already. Did I miss anyone? Cornerback, linebacker, receiver, cornerback, OT, QB. Yes, so it's just those two. I don't know if that's going to be... He's gonna go all the way to number twenty. This is just a draft, um, a mock draft prediction. So again, we have no idea. Um, I really hope he can go to number three because I really want this man in the Miami Dolphins uniform, especially him reuniting with Tua. Um, I don't even think Tua is gonna get traded. Hopefully, he doesn't. So it would technically mean that we wouldn't get Deshaun Watson if we don't trade Tua, or if we don't get Devontae Smith in the draft. But hey. Deshaun could succeed somewhere else if we don't get him, but you know. The Colts get Liam Heischerberg, um, offensive tackle, Notre Dame. The Tennessee Titans get Gregory Rousseau, the edge rusher from Miami. I've seen this guy play. He's he's aggressive-ass player. He's he's really good, man. The Jets, or from the Seattle Seahawks, would get Rashad Bateman, receiver from Minnesota. The Steelers would get Samuel Cosby, old offensive tackle from Texas. Number 25 from the Jaguars, or also from the Rams, would get Terrence Marshall Jr., receiver from LSU. The Browns would get Micah Parsons, linebacker from Penn State. Um, 27, the Ravens would get Quincy Roche, edge from Miami. 28, the Saints would get Christian Barmore, a defensive lineman from Alabama. The Packers would get a number 29, uh, Rodale Morrow, Mori. Receiver from Purdue. They should definitely get a receiver. The Bills would get running back Najee Harris from Alabama. I actually would not mind that pick. And number 31, the Buccaneers would get Osa Odigiza. Oh, wow. I cannot pronounce that. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, defensive line. Defensive lineman. Interior defensive lineman um, from UCLA. And Kansas City Chiefs, who, of course, get the last pick of the first round of the draft. Wyatt Davis. Uh, interior offensive line by Ohio State. So that is one mock draft from one article in Touchdown Wire USA Today. So, of course, this is not how the draft is. This is just predictions, and this was made yesterday night. So this was made at least a couple 
of this was the post um Stafford and Golf uh trade. So this was of course right after. Um so at least we kind of have like an accuracy simulator of what it could be. Actually, there is a simulator here that I can do, but basically it would not really pick. Actually, let me find a simulator because I did find a simulator the other day where I can pick all these players getting into the draft, but they just basically like just, I'm going to have to select all these teams, of course. Okay. Start draft. All right, this this should this should start working. At this point, you know what? You know what? I mean, we still have time. We still have time. the The draft is not until April, so we are good. Today is the last day of January. Today is January thirty first. I can't believe it, guys. We're already almost done with the first month of twenty twenty one, and we're already be heading to February. Already heading to February. So, yup, that's that's pretty fucking cool. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we talked about NBA scores, Deshaun Watson, um, the Jared Goff and the Matthew Stafford trade, all that good shit, and the mock draft predictions. Now let's get into the music, the albums, and the singles that dropped this week. We had three albums dropped this week. Lil Durk dropped The Voice Deluxe, have not heard it yet. Part Next Door have dropped Colors, original version, I liked uh, a couple tracks like Just Know with Travis Scott, of course, Girl from Oak Oakland, uh, Peace of Mind, and Low Battery were my favorites from that one. Rich the Kid dropped Lucky 7. Um, I did not listen to it. Um, there's seven tracks. Uh, I heard Quavo take off his own one song, and I think it was a Two Blessed song. Um, the Baby, Sip T, Lil Mosey are also on the project. I have not heard it. I might listen to it, but again, I don't really listen to Rich the Kid, but I'm still announcing that he dropped an album. Just if you guys are just curious to know either way. Anyways, um, that really was that. But from the Lil Durk um, mixtape or from the Lil Durk album, he dropped a song called Kanye Crazy and he dropped the music video from Cole Bennett um, a couple days ago. Um, and basically, you know, the video is just uh, a representation of all of Kanye West's best and biggest moments, greatest iconic moments that he's ever had in his life. You know, we talk about the the um, the Runaway music video, the Stronger music video, the Heartless music video, the Famous music video. They also talk about the MTV Award a show where he interrupted Taylor Swift and. Where are the answers, Sway? You don't got the answers, Sway. They, you know, they basically put all his iconic moments in one video, recreated them, and it's one of the best videos I've seen in my life. Because man, you know, crazy Kanye is one of my favorite artists of all time. You know, he's could be number one. Um, and well, you know, Lil Durk doing a whole music video like that. If I was a rapper, I could have probably did a music video, you know, honoring and basically kind of just representing for one of my favorite <clears throat> rappers of all time. So. For that, uh, Lil Durk, that was a fucking good music video. Good music video. Uh, Brent Fayez and Tyler the Creator dropped a single called Gravity, and it's a very smooth song. <clears throat> Damn, what is going on with my fucking voice? My voice is completely fucked right now. Um, but as I was saying, the album uh, Brent Fayez from last year, Fuck the World, um, Tyler the Creator should be dropping an album this year because he hasn't dropped last year. So he should he dropped the one in 2019, dropped Igor. So this year he should drop another album. 
because he'd been dropping every freaking two years. 2011, 2013, 15, 17, 19, so, you know, 21. Should be the year he should drop the other album. But anyway, the single, Gravity, um, it's been one of my favorites this year. It's a good uh, song. I really like the vocals from Brent Fias. He's, he's, um... He's grown on me. I've, I'm not a huge Brent Fires fan, but I've just, you know, been listening to his album um, a little bit more. I've not heard the entire Fuck the World album and even the deluxe edition, but I still am giving him props because he is a great singer and I, I should actually just get more into his music and finish up that album because I'm surprised I haven't even finished up that album. But the song, great. I'm really, I'm really bopping with it. Um, and also... There was another single that dropped this week. Wow. Dropped. All right. Baila Conmigo. Another track from Selena Gomez. On this time featuring Ron Alejandro. I don't listen. I've never heard of Ron Alejandro before. Um, he is a reggaeton artist. I've never heard his music before. Um, but anyway, he collabed with Selena Gomez on Baila Conmigo. This is uh, Selena Gomez's second Spanish single. Um... And even though two weeks ago she dropped De Una Vez, um, the music video and everything, it was very short, but it was kind of like a promotional uh, song for the for her EP, which is going to be dropping in March, Revelación, I believe is what it's called. Um, it's coming out March 12th, I think it was announced, um, and it's an EP, so it basically would all be in Spanish, and then that album in English. I don't know when that will come out. Maybe next year, later this year. I have no idea. But, you know, Selena Gomez is working on two projects. I know she's working on another album after the Spanish EP is over, or like the phase, but we're still in it, and I'm enjoying it. Um, and Baila Conmigo, I actually really like the song. Very, very catchy. I heard it the first time, and I already had the hook in my mind. First time I heard the song, um, I already had the whole entire hook. Um, just stuck in my head so yeah very catchy song uh i actually prefer more than doing of it. it's very catchy um her vocals have been good i really like her her singing in spanish i've, I've gotten used to it a little bit this song kind of was like okay she sounded a lot better than una vez you know just vocally so you know i was intrigued by this and and um i'm excited for the ep i'm excited for the ep you know when when doing of came out two weeks ago i was still like this is a good song. I like it, but I still need to get used to Selena singing in Spanish. You know, this this is just kind of throwing me off a little bit. But now with Baila Conmigo, I kind of like already, I've already, you know, I've, I could say I already know how she sounds like Spanish. I know it sounds great. Um, and honestly, I think Rika, she really could deliver an entire project. You know, whether it's going to be an EP or album, um, she could still deliver this whole thing um, and serve us. Um, with some good songs um, and good music videos as well. Um, I also heard rumors that there's going to be a, a alternative second music video for this song, which, well, you know, we'll see if that actually ends up happening. But, yeah. And I also even saw in the music video a poster that I kept seeing on Twitter for a while. Um, basically, you know, all of her fucking fans, you know, having all the rumors, having all the details in the world. Um of like murals and like posters or not posters, but like actual paintings and murals on like other cities around the world. They had them in Brazil. And I was like, are those real or are they edited? I was like, damn. Oh, wow. Um, 
But anyway, that yeah, was on the music video. I kind of was just like, maybe someone just did that on one part of the city or whatever city it was. But yeah, those have been, um, those have been in situations. Um, and it's been pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, but anyways, um, that is it for today's episode. Um, glad to be back. So yes, I'm going to be doing at least a sports talk, uh, once or potentially twice a week. Um, I have other ideas written down. I'm going to be doing a hit battle series against two artists, two rappers. I'm going head to head with, you know, hits, line them up and see who wins that battle. I'm going to be doing others with R&B singers and pop stars and all that shit, but that's going to kind of be like one series. I was thinking of doing another series, but I don't know if that's really going to work out. I think that would be better if I can just wait to do that for at least when I actually start uploading on YouTube. The YouTube thing, it's been delayed. I still have to do a trailer, a promotional video to, you know, make a YouTube video and like put it out. Oh, I have a podcast. Go check it out. I still have to do that. Um, I've been a little busy, you know, because I have a test coming up next week. So, I got, you know, I got to study for it. Um, but anyway, I will get that shit done. I will make those videos soon and reaction videos. Um, again, I, I kind of discussed around the reaction video scenario thing um, where I could react to videos. But again, I can't like pause the video and just me express my my emotions or just express how I'm feeling about the video and react to it normally while the video is going on. I can only do that while the video is going on and not paused and everything. So it's kind of card kind of hard for me to just react while the video is playing and then if I'm talking over the video you want to hear what the video is saying so obviously you know for that reason it's um it's it's specifically what I had in mind so anyway um I'll see you guys in a bit take care and peace out my friends <laughs>